Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. 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 Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. 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 Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamarckia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. <laughs> made it look easy. Good athletes can do that, Diego. I I think that's one of the best defensive plays in the game of baseball. What going over the wall and going over making the wall, a pitcher happy? Over, yes. <laughs> but, hey, you always got to make you guys happy. All right, there you go. There's the call of the day. Not a home run call. A little unconventional, but still the call of the day. Because if you listen to it, you hear the chance. Free Kevin Brown. Free Kevin Brown. The home run call of the day isn't the home run call of the day today. It is the crowd chanting call of the day. And to them, all those people at Camden Yards in the seventh inning last night, they get the honor of the chant of the day. The baseball is a boring chant of the day. Free Kevin Brown. Such a great moment on such a stupid situation. And obviously you might know it by now. Orioles announced that Kevin Brown gets suspended for something. This is what he was suspended for. Again, I guess something. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in. But the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three. And they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years, combined it is a stark difference Ben and it is not a bad Rays team it's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East they've led this division 
every day but now two and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place all right don't bother rewinding that try to find what he was suspended for what he said wrong you aren't going to find it he was just stating facts he was just doing his job everybody in the industry everyone in baseball knows that and that's why you have chance at Camden Yard free Kevin Brown so we want to continue the conversation we want to get a perspective of a broadcaster who is in this community who is in this brotherhood who is in this equation who understands the dynamics of what can be said what can't be said how it is being perceived all of that and there's no better person to do that than Red Sox broadcaster Will Fleming. Friend of mine, occasional broadcast partner, puts up with me. Uh, just Will, just a great guy. And also a very, very educated guy when it comes to the world of broadcasting. Has gone through the minor leagues, has now gone through the major leagues for the last few years. Knows all these people, friends with Kevin Brown, understands all of it. And he, once again, is the perfect person to turn to when it comes to getting the perspective of what this whole Kevin Brown thing is all about. Because this is what people are talking about in baseball. We have all the live long day to talk about pennant races, to talk about how the next couple months are going to unfold. But it's important to pause and understand every once in a while when you have a moment like this, that this needs to be discussed and needs to be discussed by the people who are best equipped to discuss it. And that's exactly what we do on the Baseballs and Boring podcast today with Will Fleming. All right, rate, review, subscribe at BB Isn't Boring. Twitter account, Instagram account, producer Evan doing an outstanding job. Go check out him and Skiff. They had their power rankings yesterday. People are still talking about the power rankings from yesterday. A lot of debate. All right, well, there is no debate when it comes to the stupidity of the Kevin Brown suspension. This is why we're going to have this podcast. It's a good one. Will Fleming. One of the finest broadcast minds <laughs> in the entire world talking about broadcasting. Will Fleming. Hi, Rob. Will. Hey, happy 15-year anniversary. Uh, no one cares about that. <laughs> really, no one cares. This is a national podcast. This is a, yeah, you're, you've, you've outgrown our, our little station, yeah, well, and uh, you're setting the baseball world on fire. The checks are still clearing. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the checks clearing, Will, um, the great art of broadcasting. You know, I love talking about it. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm available for mediocrity when it comes to broadcasting, <laughs> and every, every once in a while you get excellent when I'm available for mediocrity. Every once in a while you don't, but mm-hmm. you are the straw that stirs a drink, along with Joe Castiglione. Um, you know what you're doing, so I'm just going to cut right to it. The Kevin Brown situation. When you for, take me through this from your seat, from your viewpoint, when you first heard about it, first of all, anytime in the industry someone gets suspended, you sort of probably cringe anyway, right? Yeah, and I've known Kevin for 15 years. I mean, we were together in the minor leagues, and I consider him a very close friend and a guy that I know very well. And yeah, when, when you see a headline like that, you're thinking, oh no. He, I mean, and, and in the world we live in now, Clearly, there have been plenty of examples where people are suspended and fired with reason, but there's also this gray area where sometimes something gets misunderstood or misinterpreted. So I, when I saw the headline, I thought, okay, I, I'll watch this back and I, I'm going to hold my breath. And then you watch the clip and you think to yourself, you got to be kidding. There's got to be another layer to this. There's got to be more to this story. Um, and by the way, I mean, I hadn't heard about it until yesterday. You know, we're recording this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard until Monday night. 
because everyone had kind of kept it quiet, including the team, which I think is one of their big mistakes, trying to get away with it Mm. and sort of sweep it under the rug because they knew, I don't think they quite knew, that they'd be the lead story on CNN and that every media outlet would be covering this story. Um, it's, It's about as egregious... Um, a misstep as I could ever think of from from a company, and uh, I, I, I'm not going to cover any new ground, say anything that hasn't been said by the the chorus of of big league broadcasters who I think we've all kind of bonded together behind Kevin. I mean, in, in some ways, you know, I think he could come out of this on on the other side better. The guy's on the national news because he's talented, he's likable. Uh, he carried the water for the team for all these years when they lost all these games, and he did nothing wrong, which, of course, is the most important thing. So uh, I was stunned, and like everybody else, uh, you know, I'm glad he's coming back, I hear, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing has just been a total, total debacle. I want to I get into the, sort of the broadcasting point of view, the big, bigger picture of, of the criticism of the team. I mean, this is always a topic of conversation. This was an extreme, but... I said this, the big winner is whoever posted the video because they got whatever views they would get plus five because everybody who watched it did the same thing. You watched it five times looking for what he did wrong. Yeah. Right? And there was nothing. No, nothing. And by the way, that's the other part of this. Like That, that should be said. Like he, he made no mistake. And the word criticism is not well placed here. He didn't criticize the team. He stated facts on a graphic that was built for him by their network. So that's sort of just kind of doing your job and telling the truth. Um, I I will say that uh, Joe and I said this on our air last night doing the Red Sox games. Uh, Number one in this town, you, you get criticized if you don't tell the truth. And it's one of my favorite things about working here. It's not critical. It's just being honest mm-hmm. about things that are good and things that are bad. I mean, it, he, he told the record of the team against an <laughs> opponent. Uh, that is not critical. It's not spin. It's not anything other than doing the most fundamental thing uh, that a broadcaster should do. Um, so it, it made me appreciate being here in that way, not only that our fans kind of expect you to take a little bit of a hard line, uh, but that the people who employ us, uh, you know, expect and indeed kind of, Celebrate the fact that you're willing to call it like it is. You know, I think that we always look at the cause and effect of, of moments like this. And I honestly think this is going to do exactly what you're talking about, which is for broadcasters, it can be a tricky thing, especially sure. if you're employed by the team or whatever. But there was such a pushback on this across the board. Maybe this will make everybody, including the owners, as delusional as you know, some owners can be. Obviously, in the Baltimore's case, that's the case. But it was like maybe this will make everybody understand that yes, that, to your point, this is how we have to do things. We have to be honest. We have to be fair, but we have to be honest. And we, it's okay to be honest. That's it. It's okay. Oh, sure, you would hope so. And I think the great owners and the great networks understand that. No one wants this pushback. No, but, I mean, this was the biggest own goal of all time. Yeah. And, again, just to repeat it, as we get the lineup for the, the game tonight between the Red Sox and the Kansas City Royals. Thank you for setting No one sets a scene better than you. <laughs> so, I mean, just to reiterate, this isn't a case where teams will learn, oh, well, we better let criticism slide. No. I mean, this is an absolutely outrageous abuse by the ownership of the well, Baltimore Orioles. So, my point is that there was so much pushback. There was so yes. much from every single corner that 
sometimes you know the higher ups they go which way the wind's blowing and the which way the w- the wind is gusting yeah in the way of hey do not you don't want to be like the Orioles are perceived right now I think that's right I, I would I would probably say though that, that almost no ownership group is like them or ever would be like them I mean this is so far afield of anything that could ever be interpreted as maybe being a little too sensitive which sometimes can happen uh, it's a delicate balance we all try to strike and and you know, I wouldn't say that I'm ever, ever critical of players. I'm not. That's. I don't think that's my job. I think you're critical of plays and situations and moments, but it's never personal. Uh, and neither was this. I mean, this was purely a recitation of the facts. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say that uh, if there's any impact, maybe the Orioles would learn something. But they've got such a history of this stuff going back to John Miller and a lot of other people they've had on air with players Um, all the people that are employed there have to be very careful about the things they do and don't say so um, I I would hope so but then again you know that family and that ownership group has a track record that um, is pretty hard to ignore Uh, and so I I think they probably are whiplashed a little bit by, by the effects of this but I, I, let's just say I'm not exactly holding my breath thinking this is going to affect some massive sea change there. You live in, a, in the broadcaster fraternity house. Yeah. Um, you must be, along with just being at the park and seeing all the, the visiting broadcasters, Joe and everybody else, yeah. you must have been in communication with a ton of people who were like, because this hits home for everybody. Right? It does. I've had more conversations about this uh, today than anything else I have had chats about all year um, because it is really just an affront uh, to everything that all of us have worked hard to to establish and work for and and again I feel really bad for Kevin right I mean uh, he's out on an island in this thing and it is blown up in a way that he would have never anticipated you know I I do give him a lot of credit too because he was pretty hushed about this mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't say that if I were in a similar spot I would have handled it the same way um, you know he's not said anything on the record. I'm sure that will change here uh, in the next couple of days once it gets addressed. And that's another wrinkle of this, right? Like, is he going to be empowered to tell his side of the story? Um, I hope so, um, because we need to hear that. And I think people are now eager to hear that. Oh, they're eager. So, I mean, you can only (laughs) imagine how many people have contacted his agent and him directly and all these things. And, and, you know, that's up to him. That's his choice. Uh, But the the other thing is... uh, it's a, such a fun story in the game, the Orioles are. And Kevin has embraced the whole thing. You know, the, the sprinkler doubles dance, the, the water works out in the outfield. He's been a part of so many of these big moments, which, you know, that's the other thing about this. Is for me personally, he's a friend of mine in the same way that I know you've had John Sadak on. Mm-hmm. And I watch him call all these moments of Ellie De La yeah, Cruz. Good. That's the great part about these teams coming out of nowhere yeah. where they have been in oblivion which is we're getting a chance like you said Sadak's a perfect example well they both signed up yeah. for these jobs knowing yeah. there were going to be years and years of mediocrity and so finally they turn a corner he doesn't do anything wrong and he gets benched a little bit so uh, it was just a total outrage and and I'm hopeful that it's rectified very soon here that he can get right back on the air and enjoy the, the push for what you know is going to be a real fun finish to their Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season. Nobody mentors like you. You're the best <laughs> mentor I've ever seen. So another part of this is when you were coming up, you know, everyone's, you, these young broadcasters yep. are trying to do the right thing. And they're trying to get, it's a hard, as you know, yeah. I mean, you paid your dues and to get into the industry is a hard thing. And, and you you want to do whatever you can to keep get a job and to keep a job. Yeah. But as a young broadcaster, there's probably, even in the minor leagues, I would imagine there's this like, ah, I better, you know, you don't want to get put in that situation. It's not like everyone has the cachet. <laughs> They say, I, I don't care what they say, I, I'll do But for, for young broadcasters, yeah. we talk about maybe this pushing it one way. It also might put the fear of God into some of these younger broadcasters, right? Yeah, which is a delicate thing uh, on a number of levels. Number one, the world we live in, as we said at the top. I mean, you do have to be careful about what you're saying. Uh, and yet, you do have to be true to who you are. I, I think it can be really dangerous to try to overthink it and take breaks before saying what you think and mean mm-hmm. in the moment um, but certainly <laughs> I mean for the young people trying to get into this business it's a different universe even than when I uh, broke through and I think a huge part of that obviously Rob is the fact that you and hundreds of other podcasts and networks are getting this stuff out there at lightning speed mm-hmm. like if tonight I make a mistake on the radio I mean a million people will have seen it in the morning that's just the way it works and so it's uh it definitely is something that is in the back of everybody's mind you do have to just be careful but as i said i I, the good teams the good ownership the good stations the good networks want people to not just tell the truth but inject some opinion and personality because after all i mean this isn't chat gpt broadcast right The, the reason we're all around in theory uh, is to you know be ourselves and and to put a little personal touch and spin on these things. So yeah, I, w- I you certainly have to be careful, but uh, I hope it doesn't mute what you know makes each person um, themselves. Did you? I don't think that here since you've been here, everyone said, hey, like, well, don't say this or don't yeah. say that. But as you were coming up, did you? You don't have to name names, but had you ever had anybody? Whether it was an ownership, whether it was a GM, whether it was yeah. a manager, anybody say, hey, listen, we got to take it easy here. And when I was coming into the minor leagues, there was one general manager um, who took offense to something I said on the air about one of their players who was with our team, which was a totally innocuous comment that I made. Again, reporting the truth about a player that had done something on the field, um, and I got you know, reprimanded by both the big league team and the and the affiliate. I sent a long handwritten apology to this person was it because cursive? because I thought I have horrible penmanship. I mean, just the absolute worst. I if got anyone can bring back cursive, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, so uh, I, I I need to get the uh, fountain pen out and see what I can do. Can you make me a cue right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a circle and a little line. Uh, but anyway, I write this note and. The team at that time is doing well. They collapse in an epic fashion. And like two weeks after the season, I get a note from the general manager just shredding me, saying that I'd violated the trust of a a franchise and its affiliates. So, I mean, listen, for the people in the arena, that was an eye-opener for me. Like, they're just so involved and so 
committed to this that I think sometimes, you know, rational thought goes out the window when when your personal fortunes and and career is linked to what happens between these lines. I think people can be, you know, pretty in tuned and maybe a little too sensitive about the things that are being said. Well, the weird there. thing is, is that a lot of the the thing that and this goes. I remember with Dennis Eckersley. Dennis Eckersley, obviously, everyone loved listening yeah. to him because he just seemed so genuine. And I didn't realize how many players were like, oh, you know, you know had a problem, right? Yeah. And so that's usually what you get. You get it from the players uh-huh. far before you get it from the owners. But in yeah. this case, to come back to the Kevin Brown situation, you think that one player would be like, how no. dare how dare Of course you, not. How dare you to compliment us from snacking, snapping his streak? Of course. Losing. Of course not. Yeah. And, you know, look, I think to your point, that's why I've always felt like it's super important to be around players and to make yourself accountable. As I said, I mean, I, I never say anything that would ever be misconstrued as like overly negative or critical. It's just you've worked with me yeah. hundreds of games. I'm just not yeah, going well to for me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I can assure it, would you, Rob? <laughs> um, but even if I mean, the thing about it is they're in the game, right? And and I think it's important to get their perspective on plays. What did you see on that ball that maybe got by you at first base, or you know, what were you thinking in that at bat that changed the whole game? But beyond that, even if I didn't think something I said was remotely critical or offensive, that's not really what matters. Mm-hmm. In the end, if they do, I want to be there sure. to hear about it and, and sort of answer the bell in that way. I think as long as you do that and you're willing to stand there and be accountable, um, that uh, really anything is inbound. And, and, I, and I think that, that that goes a long way to building trust with, with broadcasters and players. Can I tell you this? Yeah. Your brand has never been hotter. <laughs> Which means my my Q rating is just oh, plummeting as we speak. <laughs> Listen, you were born to hold that baseball. It's a boring mic. <laughs> Look at this mic flag. Like, you're, you're just, you're outgrowing yeah, us, Robin. It's, it's yeah, really it's sad. it's literally like the second biggest network in <laughs> other baseballs and boring uh, network. Well, I'm honored to be on for the first time, you know? Yeah, you were good. It, there was Rich. There was Joe. I mean, I, they're like the all-time guests. You know, oh, well, record Rich, holders. Rich Hill and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm happy to be in the Bradford neither, family. Neither now. one of them wanted to talk about this. So, uh, no, I, I honestly like I. You were great, and, and I value your opinion. And the, uh, and uh, you know, you are welcome into the family. You already have a T-shirt. <laughs> I do. Do you ever wear it? It's too big. Too big. Oh, Give me is? an XL. It's too big. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I need large. Oh, okay. Well, well, we can work on that. You know, I, you know what I have? I ha- I literally have an Orioles colored baseball suit. You oh, wear it as a solidarity! Tribute. I will solid- put it on. I'll do the game tonight in a Kevin Brown <laughs> orange baseball isn't boring shirt. Right. We love you, KB. <laughs> in celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I uh, I look over at my dad, and I I realize that in the silence between us that. Something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.